You're listening to DraftKings Network. Folks, Mother's Day is around the corner, and let me talk to you about 1-800-Flowers. I can't wait. Every year, it's a tradition. I send stuff to my mother, my mother-in-law, and my wife because they are three amazing moms. They're better than all your moms out there. You think you have good moms? No, I have good moms in my life. I'm just kidding. This was a little harsh. I'm sure you guys all have good moms too. From your mom to the mother of your children and all the moms in between, this Mother's Day, give back to the ones that have given you everything. 1-800-Flowers helps you celebrate all amazing moms from homemade bouquets, sweet treats, gourmet food, and one-of-a-kind gifts ordered easily and delivered fresh. For a limited time, you can save up to 40% off Mother's Day bestsellers at 1-800-Flowers.com slash Dan. Don't wait. Order today and save up to 40% at 1-800-Flowers.com slash Dan. Now's a good time to remember where the story of tequila started. In 1795, the first tequila distillery was opened by the Cuervo family. And 229 years later, Cuervo is still going strong. Family-owned from the start, same family, same land. Now's a good time to enjoy Cuervo, the tequila that invented tequila. Go to Cuervo.com to shop tequila or visit a store near you. Cuervo, now's a good time. Trademarks owned by Beckley. SAB, the CV. Copyright 2024. Proximo. Jersey City, New Jersey. Please drink responsibly. When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This is the Dan Lebator Show with the Stugatz Podcast. We are live from Las Vegas, Nevada for the Super Bowl. And we have our first inaugural edition of Trooperty. We are asking Kansas City fans and San Francisco Bang Bang Niner games the important sports trivia questions. Do you know sports or are you just out here capped out flexing with a jersey on? Salute to Taylor Swift. We love you. And you know it's not delivery. It's DiGiorno. Let's go, ladies and gentlemen. I got some questions for y'all, and I need some answers. Okay. Okay. Doom, doom, doom. Who is Taylor Swift dating right now? Who? Who is Taylor Swift dating? Uh, hold on, hold on. Who you say? I say Nick Cannon. <laughs> Nick Cannon, ladies and gentlemen. Swifties and Nick Cannon link up. Wild and out. Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey, she got it right. Yes, sir. They got a winner. Yeah, we got it. Bring them some merch bags. <laughs> if you answer one of these questions right, you finna shot the hell out of not only me, America, the Jupiter, Germany, everybody. So let me, so let me stop talking about it. I'm gonna be, let me be about it. What is Roy Bellamy's favorite sport? Roy Bellamy's. Well, it sounds like Bill Bellamy. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna say, uh, I'm gonna say football. 
<laughs> Roy Bellamy's favorite uh, sport is hockey. Dee -dee 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 -dee. You feel me? My dog got it right, bro. You feel me? Hey, my dog get a bag. Give, give, give my dog a bag. <laughs> what is Stu Gotts' real name? Stu Gotts. I'm going to say daddy. That's his dad. <laughs> Somebody give him a damn bag. But I'm sitting here with the power slap players in the building. What's your name, big dog? Dwayne the Iron Giant. Yes, feel me? Dwayne the Iron Giant with the swagger. What's your name, bro? Jesse Juggernaut Nutting. Jesse the Juggernaut. You already see what's going on. And what's your name, brother? Robert the Real Deal Trujillo. Hey, the real deal. You feel me? Not Holyfield, but be it Robert. You dig it. How high is a regulation NBA hoop? 10 feet. <laughs> Easily. Look, a boy slapped the hell out of you, and he know his sports. Give my boy the prize. Give my boy the prize. Oh, wait, <laughs> he got the easy one. He got the easy one. Oh, okay, 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 look. He got the easy one. I'm gonna give you the next one. Who is the highest paid player in the NFL? Patrick Mahomes. It's Joe Burrow, brother. You feel me? We gonna come back. We gonna let you give you a chance to redeem yourself. Please don't slap me. And now it's on to you. Can you name three Super Bowl halftime performers? The Eagles. Okay. Um, Poison and um. Mariah Carey? I don't know. Look, you are so wrong that I don't even see none of them damn names on the list. <laughs> I was looking. I'm like, where's well, Mariah on here? Halftime show. It's all about the football, not about Justin the halftime show. What'd you say? Nobody watches the halftime show. It's all about the football. Right, it is. Look, Justin Timberlake. Exactly. Bruno Mars. Eminem played last year. Eminem played last year. I know we back, but me and my dog just grooving. That's how we doing, you feel me? Me and my dog gonna groove for a little second. You feel me? We gonna enjoy this night. We, we, we alive. We blessed. Look at us. Two blessed brothers. Now back to the game. You feel me? I always put that stone in there, baby. Put that stone in there, baby. Brother, where you from? What's your name? My name's Willie Pulley. I'm from Asheville, North Carolina. Hey, Asheville, you like them Panthers? What you think about them Panthers? That's right. I'm a Panther, but I'm losing. I'm gonna have my stuff on Sunday, though. <laughs> who you got? Who you got winning the Super Bowl? I'm going 49ers. Ooh. I'm going 49ers. Oh. Hey, Travis Kelsey, the Swifties, they ain't gonna like that one. Yeah, but they know. <laughs> yeah. It's football. <laughs> Taylor can't win this game. Oh, no. That's no, polarity. Yes, we gotta get back to football. Yeah, we gotta get back to football. I, I like Taylor Swift, though. You don't like Whatever. Yeah. I love Taylor Swift. I... But we gotta get back to football. Can you name all the professional teams from Las Vegas, Nevada? All the professional teams from Las Vegas Nevada, Raiders. Yeah. Nuggets. Uh-oh. Basketball. My boy said the Nuggets. I think they in Denver. Oh, that's Denver. <laughs> we got the Raiders. We got the, the Aces, the Las Vegas Aces. Ace. And we got the Las Vegas Golden Knights, the hockey Golden team. Knights. I was close. I was thinking Nuggets. And we are back, ladies and gentlemen, with two players over here. What's your name, brother? Pete. Pete. What's your name, bro? Bobo. Bobo, hey, Bobo in the building. What NFL team has the most championships? New England Patriots. Oh, correct. Give my dog a bag, you feel me? Another question for the kid over here. Can you name three Super Bowl performers? 
Justin Timberlake, hey. J-Lo, hey. and Dr. Dre. Hey, he's the winner, you feel me, look, man. And there we have it, ladies and gentlemen, the first edition of Jupiter. We got some players involved, we got some slappers involved, and guess what? We didn't get slapped, thank God, but them brothers knew they sports, and all the energy, the aunties knew they sports as well, man, much. Vegas is love, man. If you got some love outside, guess what? We coming to get some of it, man. Thank you for everybody involved, and tune in next time. Same bat time, same bat channel. Jupiter is presented by DiGiorno. It's not delivery, it's DiGiorno. Praise the Lord, everybody. Praise the Lord, everybody. Give it up for yourselves. Y'all are looking beautiful. I know y'all tired of hearing my damn voice by now. How long was that goddamn video? <laughs> Viva Las Vegas, everybody. Welcome, man. We so honored to have each and every one of y'all involved, man, and here. This means so much to us, y'all, for real. If we don't get a chance to talk to y'all, just know this means everything to us. You feel me? Shouts out to Greg, Cody, and the Hee Haw 3 over there looking sexy as hell. Oh, my damn. Y'all already know that's my big brother right there. You feel me? Y'all know I, when I was homeless, that man over there got me believing in myself. You feel me? I opened the ESPN app, and his old ass was believing in newspapers in the 2000s. <laughs> and I was like, damn, if this old ass joker can believe in himself, but damn it, I can shake it off, you dig me? And I got a tattoo on my dog. And brother, in front of all these people, I love you and I appreciate you, big bro. You are the man to me and you mean everything to me. You dig it? Give it up for Greg Cody. Yes, sir, man. We gonna keep the show going. I'm sorry I had to do that for you. I just, I gotta keep it real with y'all, you know what I mean? I, I can't keep it fake up here, you dig me? Thank y'all for being here. I'm gonna swing it over to Greg Cody and the Hee Haw 3, but first, we're going to thank Circa Stadium Swim. Oh, my God. Please give it up for the Circa. All the employees in the uh, green track suits, fresh as hell. They got the freshest outfits in the world. You did. Salute to them. But let's toss it over to my bit dog, my brother, my muse, Greg Cody, and the Hee Haw Damn 2, because it's three of them. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Juju. I love you. <laughs> I want to thank you all so much for being here. We hope you have a great time today and that you remember it. I'm gonna introduce the stars of the show right now. This guy survived yesterday and got to today. He's got one show remaining as executive producer. His last show, love to Mike Ryan. She does PowerPoint presentations to find friends, cries from joy on football fields across America, and has an extra tooth. She's Lucy Rodine. He's the handsome nemesis of Billy Gill, a Cubanito meathead who was the object of lecherous desires none of us knew Stu got still had. Ten Day Tony. She can do the nation's finest F1 minute in French, college football coverage in too much Irish, and has 494 favorite teams. She also has feet. She's Jessica Smetana. He's a Nepo baby, worth $50 million, the fruit of my cobweb loins. 
I love him like a son, baby. He's Chris Cody. He's the father of Princess Claire and a hockey fan whose show might appear after some games on an occasional Friday. He's King Roy Bellamy. He's a lighthouse of positivity with a questionable taste in at least a couple of his tattoos. Again, some love for Juju Gotti. He's afraid of everything except anarchy. He's Billy Gill. He's a despicable scoundrel stuffed with unending lies. We all love him anyway. He's Stu Gotts. Oh, I almost forgot somebody. Hang on. Who's that other guy again? Who am I introducing? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Levitard, everybody! Dan Levitard! And you know it. Three legendary music acts yesterday. Wayne Newton, <laughs> Wu-Tang, Flavor Flav, and the only one performing music. They were here to listen to him perform his new Vegas act, Greg Cody. Greg Coat. Greg Coat, as Flavor Flav called him. <laughs> That's a fine. And the Hee Haw Three, yeah. who are only two because Greg didn't understand what he was doing when he named the band. <laughs> we do know it, thank you. Uh, thank you for who you are, that we know anywhere we go, you're gonna land with us. I think I can speak for the group when we meet you afterward and we're gonna do this today, we're gonna talk to you. You move us deeply when you tell us, if you jump, we will catch you wherever you guys go. Because you listen to us from there, and you love us, and so now we do this uncomfortable dance for you. I kind of want to jump. I wish the stage was closer so I could jump like you guys. You should try right. You should jump. Try. 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 You always surprise people with your athleticism. Jump. 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 Get some. Like get maybe some pillows down here. I'll do it late in the show. We'll build up. Jump. Jump. Billy already stood on the chair that was spinning. We're chopping this character of crowd work, Chris. Yep. Trying to. We should maybe. Can we move the Tyner? Let's move the stage a little closer if we could mid show. Thank you. Yeah, Tyner, do that. Uh, <laughs> forgive me for this because I think it's blasphemy. Uh, Damar Hamlin did not win comeback player. What? I mean, the fake punt kind of screwed it all up for him, right? <laughs> Fine. I, just hypothetically speaking, if that fake punt never happens, he probably wins it, right? 
uh, like you had like a, a spotlight moment where everyone kind of remembered, oh, this guy has like a half tackle and now a failed fake punt. Were they going for a moment with that fake punt? Like, do they so, put him in that spot because they're like, this will be a thing. This so is an SB. He kind of had a moment. I mean, I don't know. When he came like, out to life. They yeah. said the reason why it looks so bad is when they get a certain look from the other team, they run a fake punt. There needs to be one guy on the staff that's like, uh, Mar Hamlin should not be doing that. <laughs> forgive, forgive me. I understand getting into the nuances of this. I just want you to know right before the Super Bowl, a big event that is uh, morally questionable and we all capitalize on um, <laughs> that uh, the comeback player of the year was not a player who came back from the dead. <laughs> that was it. Joe Flacco did. Te technically. technically. Joe Flacco yeah. also did. Yeah. Joe Flacco yeah. also did. That, that, that was a big plot hole. You could argue Joe Flacco was more dead. Yeah, you cannot argue that. He Joe played Flacco for the said, Jets. Joe That's Flacco debatable. said he did not want that award. If you don't want the award, don't accept the award. Give it he to DeMar Hamlin. I mean, I love hockey. He needs to do Friday that. Before no, we need to threaten it. No, Flacco, do the right thing. Flacco, <laughs> give, give your it award back. To, yes. Give yes. it give back. Give it back. Get, give there we go. Back. Good. Yes, thank you. Guys, like, did you not right see the thing, fake Crowd work, Chris. But do the right thing, Flacco. He came back. Come on, this goes without saying. No, from the dead. I mean, he made the playoffs as a Cleveland Brown. That's, in yeah. many ways, more impressive. I gotta be honest, Dan. Vegas has kicked my ass. Yeah, yeah you. This city, man. We got out to a good lead. I mean, I was up. Yeah, we were we, up like you know, fifteen going into last night. We gave him way too much time on the clock. Vegas went on a twenty-four-zero run, and I am destroyed this morning. You, man. you left. You left Patrick Mahomes oh. too much time. We're the Dolphins on Monday night, and Vegas is the Titans. <laughs> You're Shanahan in the Super Bowl. Ooh. <laughs> Too soon. What happened? Jesus. What happened there? No, the Shanahan family was here today. Wow. Shamley. <laughs> We're cooking. Yeah. Friday, Chris. You want to get Purr for Purdy back off the ground? Nah, like, come on. I want better. you to do it. Let's go. Uh, Who's purring with me? Uh, that is the oh, that oh, was a dumb Goosebumps. Goosebumps. Every time. Dan, I have an idea. Oh, Lord. Like to present to you and these lovely fans in the great city of Las Vegas. Crowdwork Billy. It didn't work so well. <laughs> yeah, Las yeah. Vegas. They're, they're still bothered by the Shanahan line. I, I'm sorry, Shanahan family. I was thinking, Las Vegas seems like the perfect place to have a Super Bowl. This has been a great week. It's been amazing. And yeah. they love having it here. And there's endless things to do. That was the whole idea. <laughs> it should just always be in Las That's Vegas. It's a good idea. Yeah. Wait, that, every year? Great, yeah. Every yeah. year in Vegas? Every year in Vegas. Every what do you guys think? <laughs> I mean, we Justice really for David Sampson. What? Go PP. Hashtag. Okay. He How came back from you? the dead. <laughs> <laughs> he did, yeah. yeah. Like, you got Andy. He got more first place votes than everyone else, but Flacco beat him with the second and third place votes. Mm. This guy's oh, I don't so, like that electoral this, college, Dan. This guy is so mad right now because he has 17 signs and you went to the one person and she only has one sign. He's been flipping through six signs already in this first Go segment. Go to the Stugatz book song. <laughs> Go back to it. Stugatzbook.com. Thank you, everyone. If you want your signs uh, read on the air, don't lead with the Taylor one. Yeah. 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 This is the saddest college game day ever. <laughs> Look, our guest list. 
strong. Demographically old. <laughs> Don't do that to Dominique. <laughs> Dominique just showed up five minutes before the show. Said, uh, "Yeah, you texted me yesterday. I'm here." Like you never said yes. I have a run a show. I have never, never planned to show more. But we love Dominique, so doing that. So he's coming up soon. Soon, yeah. next segment. Yep, I promise. And and when when is Maniscalco? Uh, the segment after that. Uh, Jessica, I shouldn't say this to him, but you didn't know who that was recently, right? That's more. That's. Let's keep that in the in the production yeah. meeting. There's <laughs> a few people already. in our crew that had never heard of Sebastian Maniscalco. Okay, I was just blown away by this. He's a popular comedian. He's, I mean, I don't even understand. Top Madison five right now. Yeah. And he can Easy. sell out Madison Square Garden five times. Yeah, like, biggest box office right now. Like, top five box office. Well, he's done two movies with De Niro. Like, two of them, because Bill Burr and some others are getting some of the comedy power that they're giving, uh, you know, the Rogan guys. Like, there's a... We had David Spade on, like, ten years ago. And you asked him, like, Who's next? Who's the next guy that could potentially play arenas? And he's like, there's this little known guy that just opened up for me at the comedy store yesterday. His name is Sebastian. And he only called him Sebastian. It was like, like Madonna or Cher at the time because Maniscalco is not. It's a tough one. Yeah, I can, I can see. <laughs> let's chant it. Sebastian. Oh, please. No, I mean, crowd. No, the syllable situation. Oh, what was his last name? Sebastian yeah. Maniscalco. Yeah, the syllables don't work. No, I mean, this is, no, no. I'm going to flip this table over. No, but please help me with this part because I want them to feel the energy when they come up here of what it's like to do, you know. Do yeah, Sebastian has no idea what it's like to perform in front of people. <laughs> no, but I want the people to give him the love before he ever comes out here. Like, invigorate him. He's a very likable comedian. And him and Carrot Top, I think you'll get their best effort if he feels your energy. I'm familiar. With how that works, <laughs> I will do my part. Do you want me to cheer for him? I, yeah, I, <laughs> tell us exactly yeah, what you me, want us to do for these guys. Maniscalco. <laughs> I can line up on the Maniscalco. Sebastian. Maniscalco. All right. Sebastian. that knows how to pronounce his last name can be on that. Yeah, side. go over there. Yeah, yeah, pronounce yeah. his last name. <laughs> can so you go to the Greg Cody Hee Haw 3 stage to get something that aggressively introduces our comedians? Uh, I'm sorry. I'm distracted, Dan. There are a couple guys over there, and they are looking good. Yeah, you oh, guys. they knew exactly you who guys. we were talking about, There's, too. I mean, I'm trying to look at the Hee Haw 3, but I can't. Not you three. Steak <laughs> sauce behind you. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love the confidence in overhearing. There are three jack-looking dudes over there that look good, and they knew that we were talking about them <laughs> because they saw our audience <laughs> and said, who else could they possibly be talking about but us? It does look good, though. Oh, my God. Whatever you're doing... Is that oil? What are we using? Decca, you on the trend? You a trend, bro? Yeah, you're the, on trend. I can tell. That's trend. Are those the slap guys? <laughs> those guys are in town. Yeah, they're a power. They's, slap. You want, those guys got some hands. You guys seen these guys around? These slap hooks, dudes, like Bruce. Chris, go get slapped. It'd be odd if they didn't have hands, Chris. <laughs> it's almost. I'd say. Dare I say, hands are essential to power. Nah, but you guys, yeah, they, yeah. these people know what I meant. You've seen these guys, ham hocks. Hmm. We should track down Bruce, the the former Reaper, and get him in Power Slab. It'd be a fucking titan. Billy, how much would I... Nobody got the joke you were making about thick-handed Bruce who worked for us for a while and was literally falling asleep while he worked. (laughs) My last day on the job. It was a good joke, Mike. (laughs) It was way inside, Mike. Last day on the job. Bruce, 
substitute. Thick, he had much. thick, meaty, aggressive lumberjack hands. Yeah. Too big for an old man. We yeah. had him on Mystery Crate, if you guys want to go find that episode. Oh, for the love of yeah. God. I'm just saying, we're talking Bruce. <laughs> the boss. Billy, how he much... Came back from the dead. <laughs> how much would I have to pay you, Billy, to literally get one of those guys, let one of those guys slap you, like a professional slapper? You're the, you're the one getting slapped. Now. No, I'm just saying, if I put, like, well, what's the number? Yeah. I'm not getting slapped. I think for... No, but say the number. Oh, Billy, everyone has a number. I'll say eat one number. for two mil. Two million, I'll eat one. Forty million. Chris, you would eat one for less than two million. A, I mean... That seems like a liability issue. Yeah. Yeah. It's not a waiver. I thought... Hey, that, let's do a wacky thing where Stugatz gets punched for a million dollars and he dies. I thought that there it was... It would be a great final act. I'll like, it would it. be perfect. He still wouldn't win Comeback Podcaster of the Year, though. <laughs> I thought there was a chance I was going to get slapped in the face yesterday for free by Josh Allen. Oh, man, he met his nemesis yesterday. What happened Dana? there, please? Well, what happened? It was great. You know, <laughs> just trying to promote Subway and their cookies and their churros and their pretzels. And Josh Allen was the guy doing it. So we said, let's talk to Josh. Yeah. Dan, I was hoping I wouldn't have to pay the piper. I was hoping I could just kind of get through it without anybody knowing what was up. And, and Juju made sure to kind of point that out to him. That yes. maybe but someone in the past said that he had a stupid face. <laughs> And then he turned and he said, was that you? <laughs> but in fairness, I went in there very peacefully, and he's the one that started with me. Billy, that's a lie. He bullied me for my love of ketchup, of all things. <laughs> uh, Billy was worried about me doing, like, bringing him into the whole Josh Allen thing. And because Vegas has kicked my ass, I forgot to do it. Thankfully, Juju did. Billy had to face his nemesis. Josh Allen. Wait, you just to forgot to add? That's like I why we were going to talk to him. We were four or five questions in, and then Juju, thankfully, was there because he's a Bills fan. So we asked Josh Allen the question. Josh immediately realized it was Billy. They stared at each other face to face. I thought Billy was going to get his ass kicked, but Billy survived it, and we're thankful that he did. But it was funny, man. Josh Allen's a good sport. He is. He had I got him punched face, in the though. face, though, I could have retired. <laughs> like, it would have been amazing. Like, the idea of him punching me in the face. Very publicly in front of so many witnesses, the settlement. Oh. Did you, know you ask Josh Allen for an autograph, Stu Gods? I that... did, yes. He autographed my hat. Who is on your hat right now? You have a, a little Dicky autograph, I Josh got, uh, Allen. Josh Allen, a little Dicky. We had him on Radio Row. Romo Dunze is on there. He is. Uh, Michael Penix is on there. Sebastian, whose name I'm not going to try to pronounce, is going to be on there pretty soon. Got some good names here. Valuable you just had Dominique do it, too. Why is why stop there? Do it, Get yeah. steak sauce and those three dudes on trend. Max, <laughs> you guys yesterday when we went out. Mike had a DJ set yesterday, by the yep. way. Well, applause so for applause. Here? Mike keeps underplaying this, and I'm like, how cool is that? So he does the Gronk Super Bowl, he does the DJ set, and then he comes to this city, and while he Haw 3 is performing over there, he quietly hits a club that everybody would have been at if we'd told them he was doing the DJ sets, because everybody loves the DJ sets. Well, Dan... Uh, a lot of people came out. I appreciate all the fans that were, that were there. I recognize some of the faces. But as you know, I am a man of the people. I love getting out there, reaching out and touching folks and, and smiling for photos. I am as personable as they come. So a fan asked me, hey, would you like to DJ with me tonight? I was like, yeah, of, of course. I'm a champion of the people. I'm the people's producer. Mm -hmm. So we did that. And I thank everybody for coming out. Even Sugats came out. Yeah. So I had to play a really laborious uh, Grateful Dead song. I thought you were going to headline this. I thought 
the, this show was going to end by us opening us the, up the club live, like Friday night. Let's send people into the Vegas. Well, it's not happening. Well, that's not happening. But I think Greg Cody's going to play Lovely Cruise. Limit our. So a, uh, a funny thing. A funny thing happened, Dan, during uh, Mike's DJ set. I got a clock there. We got to finish up the set. I'll tell you about it next. Stugatz here for my friends over at Simply Safe. When you travel, do concerns back home nag you? Did you lock up? Did you leave a window open? That's why I recommend investing in Simply Safe Home Security today for award-winning security and peace of mind wherever your summer plans take you. I've had Simply Safe in my home for many years now. The peace of mind it gives me, especially during the summertime when I'm all over the place, is incredible because I know the things I care about, the things I value back home. I can always keep an eye on it using Simply Safe's indoor and outdoor cameras. So do me a favor. Before you head out on your next vacation, make sure to protect your whole home with Simply Safe variety of indoor and outdoor cameras, plus add sensors to detect break-ins, fires, floods, and more. It's backed by 24-7 professional monitoring for less than a dollar a day, no contracts to worry about, and a 60-day money-back guarantee. Simply Safe has given me and many of my listeners real peace of mind. I want you to have it too. So right now, get 20% off any new Simply Safe system with fast protect monitoring at simplysafe.com slash dlb there's no safe like simply safe hey it's mike ryan i've been watching sports for a long time now as an adult a lot has changed a lot has changed since i turned 21 in the world but once i was able to enjoy sports with the wonderful taste of miller light i knew that there was no topping this i mean i think back then instant replay was barely used in other sports outside of football So, when I wanted to complain about referees, I would get all mad, and then I would take a sip of that Miller Lite, cool myself down, take a beat, and realize there are more important things, like the great taste of Miller Lite. Less filling, and only 96 calories, the original light beer since 1975. You remember all those old John Madden ads? I still view them on YouTube occasionally. You don't have to choose what's best. Miller Lite has great taste, and it's less filling. Tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Dan. Or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces. Fewer cows and carbs and premium regular beer. The Dan Levitard Show with Stugatz is brought to you by Bayer Aspirin, the official sponsor of fans' hearts. Don Lebatard. We got Afrini Hardaway. Afrini? Who was Afrini Hardaway? I was trying to read fast. UD was on the team. Luke Jackson. Bobby Jones. The Matrix, Sean Marion. Stugatz. Zo, Shaq, Smush Parker. Chris Quinn. Wait a minute. D Wade. Wait a minute. Jason Williams, they're all right. I mean, stacked roster. This is the Don Lebatard Show with the Stugatz. Dan, it's never clear. Am I prepared? It's never certain. And now the end is near. Every breath could be my final curtain. I know I promise more, but it's hard to bring one every Cookbooks, I will appeal. I like 
are facts. You want me to argue? It's like saying I'm better looking than you. You can't be upset about that. Oh, God damn. I'm in for you, though. Valerie's cleaning me up. <laughs> Valerie. <laughs> Valerie's trying to get you to a five. You'll never get to nine, eight, ten territory, which is where I was born, bitch. <laughs> you want this more? guy. Yeah. This guy's trying to catch up. He's trying to catch up. I know. He's caught up, ass fur. What's that, macaque? <laughs> Something like that. Baby. Nice. I can give it to you after. Green suit. You look like if Plankton from SpongeBob was a pimp. It's outstanding. So sexy. Huh? What? Well, I know you had macaque on you. Huh? That is macaque. You can go to jail for that, but it's wacky. Yeah. I love a good macaque. Is he the coolest guy on this team? No. <laughs> oh, my bad. I didn't see Lucy. That was hey, guys. Lucy, last night was on one because Caitlin Clark was playing basketball. So we're all having a drink at the bar and Lucy shows up and tries to talk to us for a little bit, but eventually is arguing with the bartender because uh, the Iowa game is not on in Las Vegas like people would care. And then she's on her phone yelling at anybody who would come close to her because Caitlin Clark is out there getting cooked. That's not funny. And that's her phone. You apologize to me right now or we're not friends anymore. No, I'm sorry. Caitlin Clark is a little overrated. <laughs> What? She couldn't be more highly rated, so it's hard to not be. I mean, if you're ranking people, you go Martin Luther King. Caitlin Clark. (laughs) Maybe in February? You go Jesus over MLK in February? Oh, how dare you? How dare you? you. Kick saving abuse. Jesus is black, though. It's important. Why do you? You didn't start a civil rights chant? Is it because. Civil. No? No. Uh, Thank you, Jessica. (laughs) (laughs) Take it easy. Civil. Cannonballs. I heard you guys address the um, Flacco. (laughs) The Flacco. came back uh, from the dead. Yeah. And it is February. (laughs) I I feel you. Second highest ranked person to come back from the dead famously. It's Jesus and then who's second? The Undertaker. It's Damar Hamlin. The Undertaker. Uh, The Undertaker. I think Nikki Six. Motley Crew, I would say Great that, I mean, this is appropriate. When Jesus came back from the dead, they didn't really give him an award. They weren't too happy about my dog. If anything, honest, they were doubting him. Yeah, they're pretty much. So I feel like we're on course. And two, three thousand years from now, 
Hamlinism will be a thing, and it'll be something that we all believe in. So who needs an award if you got a whole damn religion? What's wrong with y'all? And to be fair, lots of animals are capable of uh, resurrecting themselves. Macaque? Nah, macaques, they can't do it. I think the wood frog can. Immortal jellyfish also can regenerate its cells and kind of start its life over. You know a lot about animals. Ooh, a woolly caterpillars. Woolly caterpillars come back from the dead. I'm just hanging around this show until Ron McGill gets tired and I can be the animal guy. That's all I really care about. I pretend to care about sports so that occasionally Dan will let me come on, come on here and talk about woolly caterpillars. Uh, you are more fascinated by the animal kingdom than anybody here? You, you are amazed by the animal kingdom? Animal off. Yeah, he, uh, he starts his podcast with an animal yeah. tidbit. Yeah, it's normally random facts, including animal facts. Yesterday, we did a live show, and we started it with this little-known fact about the green, what is it, the Greenland shark? Yeah, they don't reach sexual maturity until 150 years old. They live to be about 250 years. Also, if you were to eat their flesh, you would get drunk. It's true. Y'all giggling, that ain't a joke. Stop laughing. You think I'm trying to make you laugh, trying to make you smart. I don't want to tell you what to think. Can you tell us about the live show? Because the idea that you... (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, Dan missed it, but my dog Roy got it. it. I did miss it. I'm getting old. (laughs) Sorry. You want to know about the live show? I wanted to know about you and Mina doing a live show together in Vegas. Like, uh, we as a show are allowed to be proud of that, right? Oh, yeah, sure. I mean, it is a... child of the Dan Lebetard universe that is grown. It's like the Miles Garrett of the children of the Dan Lebetard universe where it once was a kid, but now it's a whole nother species because me and Mina are that awesome. So I appreciate you guys letting us, uh, or appreciate you for giving us the opportunity. You can clap now. Oh, no, no, don't clap. Don't clap, don't clap, don't clap, don't clap, clap. I mean, you guys think I was actually being genuine? You just ruined it. I was just setting it up for a joke to undercut Dan. That's all. Fox. Now you guys worse. blew it. No, Fox. stop. Worse. Come on. Fox. Stop it. Stop worse. it. Stop it. Stop Need the punchline. Let's go. Doesn't nah, he, he missed it. They don't deserve it. Okay. The moment's over. Yeah, it's over. Yeah. So um, another thing I found out last night about Lucy was that she prized on people's conversations on uh, on flights. And, and I believe. everywhere else. Really? I love to eavesdrop. You don't feel ashamed? No. I think that's the only acceptable place on a plane. If, no. if, if I can see your phone through the crack and I got four hours to kill, like the I'm worst reading. thing on the plane is when you're. <laughs> it's the only place that's acceptable. At a movie theater, dick move. <laughs> Doof. <laughs> Doof. Um, it's never acceptable. Isn't your life interesting enough? No? It's always real boring, too. It's like, just, just got on the plane, just landed. Give me the good stuff. It's not that boring if you're Lucy. I had this woman on my flight here who was typing up like a complaint about her coworker, except she was, it was a PowerPoint. So I was like, oh man, she's giving a presentation. Turns out she doesn't know how to open up a Word document. So she's changing the PowerPoint settings to look like a piece of paper. And she's writing about her coworker. I won't use their names, but she is not a nice gal. And she is very disrespectful to my girl, Kathy, who's been at that company for 39 years. Oh, wow veteran and she was typing like this she was like jess why were you doing that i mean <laughs> that, that powerpoint was for bimmel and bimmel alone lucy has let loose in vegas i think she was smoking cigarettes aggressively Ooh. like it is, oh, it is so my voice sounds like this you want one <laughs> 
No heater. I, uh, we a lot of us actually went out to Mina and Dominique's live show thank yesterday. Thank you guys. And thank you for the insight because I hammered Trent McDuffie tackles oh, over nice. because of the insight. I found out that Bill Barnwell's middle name is Jerome. Yes. Jerome. That's actual. That, that was a real thing. I found out that because thing, uh, Kevin Clark was there that the Miami Hurricanes still live rent free in everybody's heads. <laughs> I was attacked for my passion for the Hurricanes, but uh, you guys are pretty good at this football thing. Yeah, we're good. I would appre- I want to say that I appreciate all you guys for coming and being a part of the show. However, buy a ticket. Oh, you cheap bastards texting me. Hold on day. a second. You hey, said. Let me in. You think you get me in on the slide? The back door. Let me in the back door. Hey, yo. You said on your show last week that you were shaming people who were pretending like they wanted to buy a ticket <laughs> when you knew you'd get them in for free. Oh. Playing both sides. <laughs> exactly. You don't get the game. I just like making people uncomfortable. Uh, if you would have asked me for or you would have said paid, if you would have bought a ticket, I would have then said. Type of loser Wait, pays for a ticket. Dominique, also, you should be paying us because we were doing some crowd control work yeah. because there was a first date or something happening at your Second show, row. and they were talking the entire time. I've never done this thing so many times. I shushed it. <laughs> I literally, I had to go shush, and I felt so mad. She shushed. And then uh. they were like, did you hear that girl shush us? Oh, my God, that girl shush. <laughs> and then I got really scared, so I like kind of like crowded in. They were also holding each other's faces at one point. I did not like them. They some were, guy they clapped at the wrong time. It was crazy. Oh, yeah, that was I'm really telling you, weird. first date or something. <laughs> We're five minutes into the show, and some guy just slow clap. In the it silence. wasn't a slow clap. She said, we'll be right back. If we say, we'll be right back, what are you guys going to do? But I started to clap, and I was the only one in the whole place to do it. reading an ad. And she started reading an ad. Mina's like, all right, we'll be right back. And now, blah, 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 go in. It's just one clap there, awkwardly making us all uncomfortable, and I... Uh, Who needs me? Ashamed. <laughs> In fairness, he had no idea you were going to a live spot. I mean, I'm Thank proud you, that you guys did. I mean, okay, we a lot had, of live spots. You guys are hey, fist me. I know, you guys are, <laughs> did you say what? <laughs> Said it. Right? Um, <laughs> we were you fist me like you did with Wayne Newton. Yeah, Wayne Newton fisted me <laughs> yesterday. Yeah. Twice. Twice. Yeah. Twice. Yeah, twice. Yeah, twi- yeah. twice. He and then he came on the show and they fist bumped. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, he fisted me and then came on the show. Oh, jeez. That's a thing that happened. <laughs> um, Greg Cody can sing, guys, and I hate it. He legitimately can. I He's got a great it. voice. He sounds fantastic. Can you guys yeah. throw the show to him? Like, like, can you make a request of some sort? Can you ask him? As long as Jeremy doesn't talk, Ooh. I'm good with it. Because we haven't can, tested Dominic, his mic. We don't throw, want Jeremy to can talk. Can you throw our show over there? I, so that they perform something for us that they've already performed, or just one of their hit songs, one of their Hee Haw 3's classics. We're calling an audible, guys. Get ready. I, I would love for them to do some sort of hit song that they've already prepared. I'd also like to make Greg Cody learn some Jodeci lyrics. That would make me so happy. Some mint condition? Oh, I would love to hear Greg Cody hit some shy acapella. Oh, mmm. He did sing some uh, Wu-Tang yesterday, though. Oh, God, baby, I like it raw. Oh, yeah. yeah, can you do that? Can you do that? Baby, I like it raw. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, let's play him in. Play him in. Man. Let's go. Singing's hard, guys. <laughs> oh, baby, I like it raw. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, baby, I like it raw. Still off key. <laughs> is that what you? Is that the sound that you made when O-D-B you made O.D.B. forever. That, that's, right. that's how we introduced Wu Tang. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> James Brown over there. It never they gets they can play the wrong song, too. <laughs> oh, can baby, we be? And you know it. Oh. And you know it, baby, and you know it. And you know it, baby, and you know it. Baby, and you know it. Yeti, can we get a, a, a wrong song? Baby! No, don't do that to him. Hold on, let no, me get, let me get my loins ready. Yeah, yeah, get those loins. Yeah. I mean, you gotta get the act. Baby! Yeah. You were wrong, 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 wrong! Not enough loins, Dan. More Ooh. loins. <laughs> Baby! <laughs> you were wrong, 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 wrong! Ooh, that's it. Yeah. You are sexy. I love it. Loins in that one. I'm a Baltimore guy, sexy? so it, it means Fox something. Foxworth gave it a sexy? No, that was sexy. Yeah. That is I the think... highest compliment from Dominic mm -hmm. Foxworth. Thank yeah. you. You're welcome. Because there's something sexy about. He didn't care how how good he sounded towards the end. He was just like, I see her. I see her. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I can't sing, man. I can do everything else. Leave me alone, guys. Oh, he lost his confidence at the end. We never <laughs> We got his ass. Let's all land. We got him. Whoa, 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 whoa. Time's up. Sebastian Menescalco. Next. The Dan Lebatard Show with Stu Guts is presented by 1-800-Flowers.com. DraftKings official flowers for Valentine's. Don Lebatard. Did you ever have a crush on a cartoon character? Oh, can I go? This isn't my <laughs> question, but I did. Huh. Jessica Rabbit. Who framed Roger Rabbit? Yes. Yes, I she, think so. She was married to Roger Rabbit, even though he was a bunny and she was a humanoid. But they were both cartoons. Stugats. I had a crush on Betty Rubble. Oh, wow. What? Man. What? That's pretty good. I mean, that's, pretty good man. that's pretty good. Whoa, with a surprise nomination from Stugatz. <laughs> Showing you his dirty, dirty inner nine-year-old. This is the Don Lebatar Show with the Stugatz. City gonna set my soul, gonna set my soul on fire. Sin City banging like my Hall of Fame boat, so get those stakes up higher. Viva Greg Cody! Viva Greg Cody! Lady Luck, please, you're gonna smile on me. Keep those lobos rolling hard, I know. We're gonna Show. Viva Greg Cody! Viva Greg Cody! Oh, there's a blackjack table and a roulette wheel. A fortune to win with every spin. I'm gonna conquer this city like it's PFPI. So let's let the winning begin. This is exciting. Let's go. I told you to bring some energy for him. You have to understand. We got somebody who is killing the comedy game. Killing it. Sold out Madison Square Garden five times. Think about that. That's crazy. Breaking his own record. He's got a TV show on Max Bookie. He acts with De Niro. And he currently has a residency at the Encore Theater at the Wynn that I hope I can get into the next couple of nights with my wife. 
because I think your greatest strength, and thank you for joining us, Sebastian Maniscalco. This Stugatz is so very strong in you, Dan. I am so uh, proud of you, Sebastian. Uh, looking for tickets, for tickets before the question. Yeah. Uh, I admire you because of how likable you are. It is a rare trait. We need more of it these days. I, I appreciate it. I got to tell you guys something. Listen, I just came from Radio Row or whatever you want. It's unpleasant. Oh, that's heaven. It's, it's no. got two people. There's nobody really paying attention. No. You come here, you got a live audience. You got some band over here that's fantastic. <laughs> And you got 29 people on stage. It, I mean, it, you're not going to get this anywhere else in Las Vegas. So I'm happy to be here. And for good, you don't see this at any other show. Thank you, Sebastian. For you look great. And he's got some Giorgio Prutini slip-ons, which I got to appreciate. Well, he's aspiring to your style, I believe. He's aspiring to be stronger fashion sense than you. You you pull it off casually. Dan, look at this velvet, though. Come on, look at this velvet. No, this is dolphin. <laughs> oh, no wonder. It wasn't wet, that's why. But, um, no, I appreciate you noticing the jacket and everything. But uh, nice to be here. Nice to be. Th yeah, give it up for the three people that are in the pool that they had to bring the lifeguards in for. Right? <laughs> lifeguards are like, yeah, it's going to be an easy day. And then one idiot gets in the swim. They're like, yeah, we got to work. So thanks to the lifeguards for coming in today in 50 degrees. <laughs> and thanks for making your sign. Back in my day, people took pride in writing a book by the pride of the lion. This guy's advertising. We're going to clip that for right. Greg Cody. Oh, my God. You just did a promotion for Greg Cody of Hee Haw 3. He's taking a photo. He's over there taking pictures for his new book. All the money goes to animal charities as you wear a dolphin jacket. All right. Who knew? I don't know if this was a plant or what this was, but God bless you for making, making your sign gay. <laughs> Uh, he doesn't understand why you would dare to test Vegas with a, with a residency or with the excess of the city. In four days, it has kicked his ass. He, oh, has, he has lost to Vegas. Vegas has kicked my ass. In fact, leaving Vegas is more fun than getting to Vegas. Who the f*** wants to stay here for that long? I mean, honestly. He's killing Vegas, and I think he's, he's entitled. And hey, Vegas, relax, okay? The second straight day, you get heat from the Vegas audience. Are you feel <laughs> heel. I don't say anything so, about this, Shannon. Are you saying that? You feed all my vices, Vegas. I'm sorry. <laughs> you have you have a gambler's voice. Yes. Right? Yes. He sounds like he's been at the table for nine hours. <laughs> Smoking cigarettes. So, are you actually trying to win money out of here? The only way, the only way you walk out of a casino with money is you have to actually work here. That's the only way you walk out. Out of here. So, uh, no, I'm not hitting the, the tables at all. I do my Vegas very mild. I come in. Steakhouses. I, I don't even do that. I do my two shows. I go up and I watch a documentary. I mean, I'm 50 with a six-year-old and a four-year-old, so I have no energy to go out clubbing. All right. <laughs> but you do have it for creatively making movies with De Niro, which is, I don't know, which one's better? If I ask you with your heritage and everything else, selling out Madison Square Garden five straight times, or you can say you had two, two parts with De Niro. Yeah, I mean, growing up, uh, watching Robert De Niro, I had posters on my wall with this guy. And next thing you know, he's playing my father in a movie, which De Niro wanted to have my father on set coaching him how to be him so i'm sitting there watching and my father's a, a a hairdresser and de niro's asking my father how to do a dye job 
in one of the scenes. And I'm, I'm just sitting there going, this is, this is amazing. I never thought I'd see my 78-year-old father teach an 80-year-old De Niro how to do a blowout. So, uh, yeah, working with Robert De Niro was... It, but listen, it wasn't one of these movies where, uh, you know, they yell cut and me and De Niro are talking about where we're going to go at night. Your separate places. Yeah, he went to his chair to open up a Nobu. <laughs> and I went to my chair to oh, study. So there wasn't life. like so, but you had to be nervous, scared, performing in front of him, right? No, like, I was sweating, constantly sweating, uh, because you know, I mean, this is arguably one of the greatest actors of our time. I generally don't do a lot of acting, and now from soup to nuts, I'm working with De Niro for nine weeks in Alabama. So, uh, it, it, what are we pointing at? What's going on over here? What's no, me, because like, I have a question. Then he wants Next to get question. in. That's he, all, we did a whole show yesterday. He never spoke. You. He just yeah. jumped into the pool. I think all of us are just stunned. <laughs> Roy wishes to speak. Roy has a question. That's why it stopped everything in, the, in our track. Roy, Roy is stopping everything. You never, you never speak? You never speak. Yes. Well, with, with the Irishman, it wasn't just De Niro. It was De Niro and Pacino on the same scene. What was that like? So, yeah, the, that was a whole other, you know, De Niro, um, uh, Pesci, Scorsese, and Pacino. And, and this was one, this is before About My Father. So in that one, I was, this is what happened. They yell, cut, Scorsese, Pesci, and De Niro come out. They get in a circle. They start talking. And I'm not invited. <laughs> so I'm thinking, uh, I'm, I'm thinking I'm getting fired. This is after the first scene. I'm like, that's it. I got to pack my bag and go home. Should I get in this circle? Should I stay over here? So I guess, you know, they have a shorthand with the with one another, and they you know, talk about the scene, and then we fired it back up again. But, yeah, uh, you know, to, to be in two movies like that, and because I really don't do a lot of movies, uh, was, I, I want to say a dream come true, because I had never even dreamt it. Well, but hold on a second. On dream come true, because I ask you specifically, pick one. You can only pick one. Madison Square Garden five times or that, because... Because that, I can't imagine, you didn't weep anywhere with gratitude anywhere inside of that because you were selling out at the height of your dreams this place five times? I got to tell you, I'm constantly weeping. <laughs> constantly crying. Uh, I'd have to say Madison Square Same no two, bro. Because, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm all up for a good cry. My wife don't cry at all. We'll be watching a movie and I'm drowning in my own tears. I look over at her and I'm like, Nothing? <laughs> um, so yeah, I go stand up Madison Square Garden because that's what I do. I mean, I'm I'm a comedian, uh, and and to do to do Madison Square Garden five times in a row coming up here in September is going to be pretty monumental for me. And can you explain to us what that's like for you, just emotionally? That as the performer and you, given whatever it is that you actually dream this would look like one day, because I don't know, I don't think anybody understands how hard a grind with with not a lot of health insurance, like you're there, it's your art, it's you, and you've got to survive, make a living for your kids on your funny with the expectation of funny. That's hard and brave. You know what? You sound like my mother with the health insurance. Because <laughs> <laughs> that was her biggest concern. As soon as I got into this business in 1998, what are you going to do for health insurance? <laughs> because, you know, you're on your own out there. But I didn't enjoy Madison Square Garden the first time I did the four shows. And I really kicked my, myself for that because I was always thinking about, okay, what's next? What's next? And if you learn anything today, uh, enjoy the moment you are in right now. Don't be looking, you know, six hours from now when you're losing your life savings at the blackjack table. So <laughs> this time around, I'm going to be more in the moment, enjoying it, because sometimes 
I think ahead of myself and I lose what's actually happening right now. Okay, so a lot of times people come over here and your job is to just do the promotion of whatever it is you're selling, but why do you believe in Bookie on Max? Like that's, that's an interesting project for you to take. It could just be your sports roots or that there's a lot of funny there, but you you know, I'm imagining you're spending a lot of time creatively there. Yeah, so uh, I, I went up to Chuck Lorre um, and I pitched him a show loosely based around my life. He came back and said, I got an idea about you being a, a bookie in Los Angeles with the pending doom of legalized gambling on the horizon. And I was like, you know what? I like that idea better because I'm kind of tired of playing myself. I did it in the movie about my father. I shot a pilot with Tony Danza as my father six years ago, never got picked up playing me. I'm like, I like this idea playing another guy. I don't really have a lot of sports roots. I mean, I, I grew up a Chicago Bears fan, but it's not like I'm the guy that you're going to ask who should the Bears take in the draft? I don't even know who's on the list. So, Damn, I was going to ask you that, man. Well, I got this, this quarterback out of USC. The problem with the Bears, right? Oh, uh, Williams. Yeah. I know that much. Caleb. I know uh, Junior, uh, Harrison Jr., and, and that's about after that I fall off a cliff. <laughs> but whoever the Bears take, you know, they're doomed. Uh, <laughs> that's true. Th th Justin Fields will leave the Bears and he'll go win a Super Bowl. That's right. I just see those. You know sports. You know sports. Okay, I know a little bit, just a little bit. But I'm just tired of watching the Bears game because I'm watching all these other teams, even Mahomes. And I don't, I've never seen this move before. Mahomes goes up. First, they go in the shotgun, and then they got to come up to the line and see what's going on. Yes. But the running back comes up too, like he's yes. like he feels left out. Perfor like, it's performative. What's, yes. what's no, going you got on? it right. Okay, yes. and then they go back no. together. Bears ain't doing that. Right? Here's the good analysis. So Mahomes figured it out from Brady. Go over there and sprinkle your dust over there. I know we know more, but he's not doing it. You think he's not doing anything. He must be doing something because a lot's happening after that. But I'm just saying, when the Bears get up to the line, no one's talking. You know, like, the, <laughs> no one's pointing. This guy's coming, watch. They're just head down, can't wait to go out to eat tonight. I mean, I... I don't know. It's, I'm looking at no, it's good analysis. Right it's better. Look, media row. I don't know. You got to tell us how you experienced this yesterday because it is really a carnival of carnivores coming over and just be funny, funny man. Be funny. You're experiencing sports, Vegas, gambling, all of it being together at the same time in your city. Is that an epicenter for your funny here in the residency that you're doing? Because you're in Vegas during a, an insane week. I can't believe that they're about to play amid the gambling, the prostitution, that the conservative NFL is playing around, uh, you know, Sin City. This is my pitch. This is my pitch, and I want to get the audience reaction on this. I say we do the Super Bowl and we alternate Vegas and SoFi in L.A. every year. The hell with the rest of the league. <laughs> What a perfect place. Go to the pool. Go to the pool. You are a distraction with your sign. Another sign. He dropped the ball. <laughs> this is a good interview. This is a good interview. You can't come here and have 10 jokes hoping to get one of them on. He was cooking, and you dropped it's the dirty. signs at the worst it's possible dirty. time. Have some respect. Some dignity for comedy. You yeah. just interrupted his set. No, 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 no. It's not an interruption. We get this type of behavior a lot at the shows, okay? <laughs> Anytime you bring a live audience in, you're bound to get some guy who spent, I don't know, an hour and a half making... An hour and a half. <laughs> with a marker. I mean... 
come on. You brought he that in the cab? Uh, on those sides. That's that thick marker, too, dude. Come on. Yeah, that's a thick, that's a that's a heavy, heavy marker. Next time you do a sign, put a little color into it. Take some time. Maybe draw a figurine. <laughs> it's all right. We'll get to you, guy. Take it easy. Take it easy. Jeez. <laughs> What do you make, uh, and I ask this question of comedians a lot, it's such a fascinating time in comedy. Shane Gillis is now being used by Bud Light at the end of the month as comedians try to find this free speech space. Your, one, your podcast is one of the hundred that are kicking ass because comedians have found this lane for business where they can talk unfiltered to their audience without any limit. As you hustle against the Rogans and the Burt Kreischers and everyone in the competitive game, how are you staying ahead of everybody in the business because you're just likable and people want to hear what you have to say about things? That's nice uh, for you to say that. What I've done, and this wasn't really by design, I've always been kind of, even in high school, I was never part of the popular group. I was always on the fringe, right? Same thing with my career. I'm not really piped into all that's going on in comedy and comedians and hanging out and whatnot. So I've always taken the, just concentrate on myself. I can't worry about anybody else. The only thing I have is me and my material. So I've just constantly wrote material and, 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 and yeah, I have my podcast. And nowadays, you know, with everybody being so sensitive and whatnot, I do have a bit of an editing mechanism, even while I'm up here, right? I'm not one of these guys that's a loose cannon and I'm going to say something that, that's going to go viral and I'm going to be popular for that. I just, I just concentrate on just... So you can avoid all of the danger spots by not getting... That's the hardest way to do it in comedy, right? You're not getting currency or attention just from being provocative for the sake of provoking. Yeah, I can't do that. I just, I just can't do that. My, my comedy is more observational. It's not like shock and I'm going to shock you with something or, or do something outrageous where people are going to go, oh my God, did you see... Yeah. I just try and concentrate on whatever my father's doing at the time and bringing that to the stage. Because, Same. Because, yeah, no, the, the, the fathers are, are great for material. Uh, oh, I mean, especially him. I mean, we just went, uh, I was in Chicago four or five nights ago, and, he, and he, he wanted to go and get a refrigerator. And I don't like shopping with my dad because we go into a major department store and, you know, he's there for eight hours going, uh, where's the coils on the refrigerator? Coils? <laughs> he wanted to clean the coil. He was going to clean. I go, Dad, your basement looks like Bin Laden lived there. And you're going you're gonna to clean coils on the refrigerator? So, you know, we get to the point where we got to look for, uh, you know, the price. And he's, all right, let, let's go make a deal. And I'm like, Dad, this is not a... It's not a flea market in Palermo. So it's like they got a set price. So whatever my dad's doing, and people go, oh, you don't talk about politics, this, that. I go, whatever my dad is doing at the current time is funnier than what uh, Trump or, or uh, the hell is the guy's name that we got in office now? Biden. 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 Uh, <laughs> Super Bowl week, Dano. I can't believe Roomba. Um, so, yeah, my dad's funnier than both of them. Uh, we have to get out of here. Not enough time. Just on the way out, though, as, a, as someone who loves the craft of stand-up comedy, when you look at, like, the Mount Rushmore of the people who do, like, the real Ooh. sculpting and you, oh. you really like... Oh, Mount Rushmore! <laughs> the, the people who love... You love the craft of it. If I, if I made you pick four, could you possibly limit it to four? Uh, yeah, I, I, I say Richard Pryor, Eddie Murphy, two of the guys I grew up on. George Carlin. Put yourself on there. And uh, Put yourself and, on there. Oh, no, no, John, Johnny Carson. I think Johnny Carson, although it wasn't a like comedian, 
in, in a sense that he was, you know, he was a host more than a comedian. But his comedy, silence, which you don't see a lot anymore. You don't see a lot of uh, si silence is golden in comedy. A lot of people that do comedy is very like rushed and they don't give you any breathing space. If you watch Carson, he definitely did that. So that's my top four. When you said Mount Rushmore, I got nervous because I had to go in my brain and go, is that four or five? <laughs> or you had to name presidents, which didn't work out for you just like five seconds prior. I, I, I couldn't even name the president. That's <laughs> the God. Uh, again, residency at the Encore Theater at the Wynn. Thank you. He's one of the Sebastian. best doing it. One of the best doing it. Appreciate it. Stuka out here for my friends over at Simply Safe. When you travel, do concerns back home nag you? Did you lock up? Did you leave a window open? That's why I recommend investing in Simply Safe Home Security today for award-winning security and peace of mind wherever your summer plans take you. I've had Simply Safe in my home for many years now. The peace of mind it gives me, especially during the summertime when I'm all over the place, is incredible. Because I know the things I care about, the things I value back home. I can always keep an eye on it using Simply Safe's indoor and outdoor cameras. So do me a favor. Before you head out on your next vacation, make sure to protect your whole home with Simply Safe's variety of indoor and outdoor cameras, plus add sensors to detect break-ins, fires, floods, and more. It's backed by 24-7 professional monitoring for less than a dollar a day, no contracts to worry about, and a 60-day money-back guarantee. Simply Safe has given me and many of my listeners real peace of mind. I want you to have it too. So right now, get 20% off any new Simply Safe system with fast protect monitoring at simplysafe.com slash DLB. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Hey, it's Mike Ryan. I've been watching sports for a long time now. As an adult, a lot has changed. A lot has changed since I turned 21 in the world. But once I was able to enjoy sports with the wonderful taste of Miller Lite, I knew that there was no topping this. I mean, I think back then, instant replay was barely used in other sports outside of football. So, when I wanted to complain about referees, I would get all mad, and then I would take a sip of that Miller Lite, cool myself down, take a beat, and realize there are more important things, like the great taste of Miller Lite, less filling, and only 96 calories, the original light beer since 1975. You remember all those old John Madden ads? I still view them on YouTube occasionally. You don't have to choose what's best. Miller Lite has great taste and is less filling. Tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Dan. Or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces. Fewer cows and carbs in premium regular beer.